Praise the Lord, everyone. I know you can do better than that. Don't give me the praise. Give God all the glory. Give God all the praise. Do you not have joy? That, that song should make you want to get up and put your two-piece together like we used to do. Come on, give me some. Come on, church. Let's just celebrate today. Don't act like you used to do this in the club. You can do it in the church. Enjoy yourself on today. Come on, somebody. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I got joy. I have joy. I got joy. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Do you know on that day when he comes and every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess, we're going to have joy on that day. You talking about a mean two-step. I'm going to be on in. Because I know I ain't supposed to be there. He has grace and mercy on me. On that day, watch my two steps. That's how I'm going to march on in. Come on, somebody. See, what happens is a lot of folks don't know what you've been through. It looks all good on the inside, on the outside. But on that inside, I've been through some things. I had to have things turned over and put in my face so I can see. So that's what I'm telling you. I have joy on today. No, I ain't supposed to be here. A little big head boy from Old Park, California, running these here, their streets. But look at me now, Mother Jones. Giving him glory. Giving him praise and all the honor. I have joy. If you don't have joy for yourself, go see somebody. Go and get in that closet, close the door, and pray to him so you can feel the joy that I have on my spirit. It ain't just for me. He said, oh, y'all can have access to this joy. My brothers and sisters in Christ, I'm so happy to be here today. Pastor Jones has given giving me this opportunity once again to convey a word. So in his absence, and First Lady Jones, I give him all honor. But I give God all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Can't nobody turn me inside out and expose me for my shortcomings. But it made me stronger, made me last longer. So that's what I'm talking about. I'm going to try to get in and get out and get ahead. Minister Jermaine Jones coined that phrase. I enjoy it. Matter of fact, I use it at work. I say we're going to get in, get out, we're going to do it safely. We have to put safety in. But I tell you, I'm so happy to be here. The, the experience and growth in life. When you see people put in your life, I gave a testimony this morning about my big brother, Anthony, my big brother, Chris Jordan. God has put these men in my life on purpose. See, I already talked about him because I grew up with Deacon Jones. I've been knowing Deacon Jones since I was 15. He's been my friend, part-time dad, and homie. 
Don't ask me how that works. He's all that. But God had put these two men in my life. Me and Deacon Gordon go back and forth. Me and Big Brother Gordon, he fills me up with so much joy and so much happiness. But I'm, a, I'm not going to leave one out. When I first started this journey, one in the back, you don't see him much. Deacon, <laughs> we used to sit and talk. We used to sit and talk for 15 minutes. Angie used to say, are you going to let my husband go? I said, Deke, I need to talk to you. He said, Petey, don't worry about this. Because, see, I didn't know if I could do it. I still have situations that I deal with. But he said, Petey, pastor said your heart is right. I've never heard nothing like that before in my life. So after I heard that for myself, I said, I can do all things. Through Christ. I'm not worried about falling down. I may be embarrassed for you, but I give him glory in my stumble. Amen? Let me get to the text. I probably didn't stretch it out long enough. We're going to come from 2 Kings. 2 Kings is where we're going to come from. 1 through 7, I believe. When you get it, say amen, please. Second King, uh, I apologize. Four, one through seven. Second Kings, four, one through seven. And it reads. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elijah, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant fears the Lord. And the creditors are coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elijah said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me. What do you have in your house? She said, Your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, go, borrow vessels from everywhere, from all the neighbors, empty vessels. Don't gather a few. And when you come, and when you come in, you shall shut the door behind you, you and your son. Then pour into those vessels and set aside the full one. So when she went in, excuse me, when she went from him, and shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought the vessels to her and poured it out. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her sons, bring me another vessel. And, she, and, he, excuse me, and he said to her, there's not another vessel, so the oil ceased. She went, he came and told the man of God, and he said, go, sell the oil and pay your debt. And you and your sons live off the rest. May God have a blessing to the reading, to the hearing, and to the doing of his word. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you once again for this opportunity, Lord. Thank you this, for this opportunity to convey a message to your people, Lord. For, Lord, hide me behind the cross. 
so they can see you when you only. I give you honor. I give you glory. I give you praise. I ask all these things in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. This message I have today is pretty simple. We're going to give it the title of All That I Have Is All That I Have Is A Little Bit. Let me talk to you for a minute. In the little bit, I can't ask you that. Question and what are you going to do with your little? But you can ask yourself, what are you going to do with your little bit? See, as Christians, God has given us an opportunity. An opportunity to see. God has given us an opportunity to believe. In all our life experience, God has provided us wisdom. God has provided us some knowledge. God has provided us some understanding. And through Christ, he has given us some Through Christ, we get to enjoy, we get to have some joy. Through Christ, we get to experience love and forgiveness. But all these things that I mentioned, that are given to us, equate to all the things that I've mentioned to you equate to a little bit. See, the thing is, you cannot handle the full breadth of God. See, you cannot handle the full depth of God. So everything that I mentioned to you is just a little bit. See, what do you do with your little bit of wisdom? What do you do with your little bit of knowledge? do you do with your little bit? I say, what do you do with that peace? And what do you do with that joy? What do you do with the little bit of love that's been bestowed? What do you do with your little bit? See, even the little bit of money you have in your pocket, are you tithing? Are you feeding the hungry? Are you helping the needy? What are you doing with your little bit. See, those who have a knowledge, skills, and abilities, are you giving those things to the ministry? Are you applying those things to the ministry, that little bit that God has given you? Things that are given to us, but not for us. Those who receive these things, it's not for you. It's giving you the opportunity to share with others. It's giving you an opportunity to share your little bit. So I cry out to you and ask you to ask yourself, what are you doing with your little bit? The key is being obedient to God. And he'll show you he can do great things. See, as we're going to walk down the text today, literally walk it down and see, because I read this thing over and over again because I can't know the end. But what happens is I put myself 
And I got a whole different perspective on religion, a whole different view on how we should see things. What I'm going to try to pull out the text is you can see the direction of God, the faith you need in God, and then you get to see the wonder of God. The headline in the story is, what are you going to do, your little bit? We go into the first, the first verse. It says, a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet cried out to Elijah, saying, your servant, my husband, and you know that your servant feared the Lord. And creditors are coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. See, in those days, it was custom for the creditors to take the children. Did you hear me? In those days, it was okay to come and take your children. So I put myself in that situation because I was a young parent, me and Sister Nicole. And it wasn't uncommon to get a phone call from a creditor. See, I couldn't imagine if he told me, I'm going to take your kids because you can't pay your phone bill. I'm going to take your kids because your water's getting cut off. I couldn't imagine what it was like for that widow. See, we read these texts, and it's like, oh, that's nothing. But if your wife, your children is on the line over a phone bill, see, in those days, it was okay. You don't pay, we coming to take your family. That, that opened my eyes to see the depth of God. I didn't read the scripture over and over again and got used to it. I received none of that. So he opened my eyes to get a different perspective on a scripture that I've read over and over again. But the thing is, what do you do with the direction? What do we do? So if I was in that situation, who do I go to? They come in to take my children. Who do I go to? If you don't know God, and you don't know a man of God, who do you go to? They coming to take your children. The woman luckily knew a man of God. So I really, because the, the reason I, I really tethered to this message, because I remember being young. Me and Nicole was real young. We had two missiles, and we rubbed them so hard the face fell off. You know what I'm talking about? We made our, our key dish, and we told our kids our key dish was rice and hamburger meat with a little soy sauce. What you going to have on Monday? Rice, hamburger meat, and a little soy sauce. What you going to have on Tuesday? Rice, hamburger meat, and a little bit of soy sauce. Then my wife got fancy. She said, you're just going to have rice with some egg. <laughs> rice and egg is the bomb. I'm, I'm, let me get back on script. Come on, somebody. I ain't by myself. Y'all been young, too. We were trying to get out, do our own thing, and that world is for real. That world is for real. I'm telling you, we, I went to work, and all I could afford was rice and some hamburger meat. So I couldn't imagine... They call me and say, I'm going to take your two children because you can't pay your phone bill. 
So that woman, luckily she knew a man of God, right? Let's see then on the second one. So Elijah said to her, what should I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? And she said to her, your maidservant has nothing in her house but a jar of oil. Had nothing but a jar of oil. See, those of you who are from the neighborhood, what that says to me, I ain't got nothing on nothing. All I have is this little jar. What do you do? What do you do? All that you have is this little jar of oil, and they're coming to take it. Go to number three. And he said, go and borrow vessels from everywhere, all over the neighborhood, empty vessels, and don't gather a few. He's saying, go and get some, right? See, here's the direction from God. See, the thing is, he's giving you direction. Go and borrow from everywhere. He said, don't get a few. Because see, what happens is you don't believe if you only got two. You don't believe if you only got three. He said, go out and don't get a few. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. This thing was given from the man of God, right? So we're back in the, we're in the text now. So now when you get your private meeting with Pastor Jones, and he is a man of God, do you follow the direction that he has given you? See, what happens is I hear what Pastor's saying, and he don't really know. I think I got it. But then guess what? You ain't like this woman in this text because she clearly followed the man of God. Huh? I'm not trying to compare Pastor Jones to Elijah. No, not at all. But I am telling you he is a man of God. The reason why I know, I get to have private time. I get to sit and speak with him. I'm being tutored under him. I can tell you that he is anointed by God. Here it is. Here it is. It's not because I feel this. It's not because I just feel it because we sit and we meet together. See, what happens is I have that spirit of God. Pastor Jones also has that spirit from God. I don't have to like you, but that spirit is going to authenticate itself with each other. So when I feel it and he's speaking, me and oh. Pastor Jones is anointed. I feel it in my heart. This is a spiritual thing I feel. My pastor. So what I'm, I'm trying to share with you, See, we're in, the, we're in the text. So when you're up against it, and all you have is a man of God, you may not like it because sometimes you can't handle the truth. They don't want the truth. They want to do their thing, right? But in this text, she followed the man of God. sharing this with you, and I don't want to, he don't like hearing this, Pastor. He ain't here, so I'm going to talk about it. He's a good dude. Can I say that, church? He a good man. 
Can I say that, church? I am blessed to be under him. I told him in our thing, I got you. I got you. The thing is, I can do a lot of other things. But God said, I don't have a choice in this, my brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm going to die on this cross. But I know what I'm going to do with my little bit. I know what I'm going to do with my little bit. See, you get into it. Now, watch watch the text. Watch the text. Come on, check this out. And when it comes, it says, and when you come in, shut the door behind you, you and your sons, then pour into the vessels and set aside the full one. Here is the faith. This is the faith element. Look at here. All you have is this. I'm going to pour this into this vessel. I'm going to fill this vessel up with this little bit of oil. Trust me, if you don't believe that he can do it, you're going to have this little bit of oil in that vessel. It's her faith. When she was pouring out that oil, she was pouring out her faith. See, she believed that this little bit of oil will fill up that vase. Can you see the amazement? All she had is a little bit. What are you going to do with your little bit? It's your faith. You remember another scripture when he said, it's your faith. I didn't do nothing. You believed that I could heal you. Right? What about the woman with the, with the problem with the blood? Right? She believed, if I can just, just cloak. Did, did you remember that? And he turned around and said, be of good cheer, daughter. You're going to be healed. What did he do? He said, your The woman filled up these vessels with this little of oil. She filled up these vessels with a little bit. She poured out her faith. So when she, when, excuse me, and when she went from him and shut the door behind her sons, she brought the vessels and they poured out. She poured out some oil and it filled up. Can you imagine amazement? She poured out some more oil and it filled up. She poured out some more oil and it filled up. Chris, give me another one. I'm pouring out my faith. And she filled them up. She poured out her faith. All she had was a little bit. So in essence, what did she do? She kept pouring, Chris. She kept pouring, deep. She kept pouring, and she kept pouring, and she kept pouring. And she said, give me another one. She kept pouring her faith and pouring. She filled up another one, filled up another one, filled up another one. She kept pouring and pouring. And all she had was a little bit. That when it came to pass, she filled up those vessels. She yelled out to her son, give me another one. She said, mama, they all full. Then the oil. Come on, somebody. 
come on, somebody. Then she went back to the man of God. She said, yeah, go and pay the debt, pay your creditor, and keep this extra change for yourself. You and your family live off of that. So I say to you, what are you going to do with your little bit? It's, it's, isn't it? God has shown us what he can do with a little bit. Now, I know y'all remember Gideon. He went with 300, took out that army. He's showing us all he needs is a little bit. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. What about the five loaves and two fish? He said he fed 5,000, but so we didn't even count the women and children. So we'll give him one woman. One child, that's about 1,500. And all he used was a little bit. It's evident to us, what are you going to do with your little bit? God is trying to show us all he needs is a little bit. One, one text says if you had just a little bit of faith, you can tell that mountain to move. Move. But we don't even have a little bit. See, even with the little bit we have, we have to ask ourselves this question. What are you going to do with your little bit? See, I can answer this question. I can't ask you that, but I can ask myself. Petey, what you going to do with your little bit? Guess what, church? I'm going to pour and then pour. I'm going to pour my little bit onto somebody, and I keep pouring, and I keep pouring, and I keep pouring, and I keep pouring, and I still ain't ran out of my little bit. I ain't worried about losing my little bit. Huh? I've been through some things. God has showed me the way. I ain't worried about this little bit. Think about it. When people say they don't have time for church, they don't have time for Bible study, they don't have time for this, do you know your life ain't nothing more than a little bit? You're going to waste your little bit of time and not praising God, giving him the glory and giving him the praise. You're going to waste your little bit. See, I know what I'm going to do with my little bit. I'm going to give him glory. I'm going to give him honor. I'm going to give him praise. I'm going to pour out onto you. See, what I'm going to pour out now is very important. I'm going to pour out love. I'm going to pour out some joy. I'm going to pour out some peace. I'm going to pour out some long-suffering. I'm going to pour out some gentleness. I'm going to pour out some goodness. I'm going to pour out some faith. I'm going to pour out some meekness. I'm going to pour out. And they come back to you and say, Petey, what did you pour on me? It tastes so good. I say, yeah, that's some of that. Spiritual juice. I done poured the fruits of the Spirit all over you. It should feel good. It should taste good. See, I know what I'm going to do with my little bit. All she had was a little bit of oil. Yeah, mama. 
Yeah, mama. But then you hear the direction, right? We're in the text, man. We, we're in the text, right? We're in the text. It says, now here, check this out. Now, I don't know if we're doing it because there's some seats missing. It said, go out and borrow all the vessels. Don't get a few. Do you not know we are earthen vessels? Do you not know we are earthen vessels? Go out in your community and bring them to church so you can pour out your little bit. And even if they don't want to come to church, you pour out on the spot. It says it right. Y'all don't see it in the text. It says go out and don't get a few. Don't bring just a few, friends. Bring them all. It says pour out into them. And see, the thing is, you don't have to worry about running out of oil. There are 7.5 billion people. That's 7.5 billion vessels that we have some work to do. So therefore, I share with you, what are you doing with your little bit? If you want to make it better, if you want your life to be better, pour out a little bit of God. Pour out the peace of God. Pour out the joy of God. Pour out the forgiveness of God. Pour out that into your community. Pour out that into your family. Pour out that into your relationship. Pour out into your work. Pour out your little bit. If you want to make your situation better, if you want to make your community better, you're going to pour out a little bit of this oil, a little bit of your faith. They say, why do I start believing in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? I poured out a little bit in me. It don't always have to be scripture. I can say hello or how you doing. Even if you Try to knock me down. I'm still being a friend to you. You know why? Because I befriended God. I was up against God and I denied God so many times. But he said, Petey, I'm still here. I stand at the door and knock. I've been waiting for you. Here I am. See, now I know, big bro. I know what I'm going to do with my little bit. So now we know. We need to share with our brothers and sisters. We got to pour out into your family. You got to pour out into your church. You got to pour out into one another. You got to pour into each other. Right? Just because I think I got to go it on, I need my big brother. See, they don't know what I'm going through, but they call me right on time. They pour into me, and I'll pour into them a little bit. Ah. Do you hear what I'm talking about? I'll pour and you pour into me and I'll pour into you. See, I ain't worried about running out because if I pour into you, he pours into me. I ain't worried about running out of my little bit. We got to pour and pour, and pour, and pour, and pour, and pour. I tell you, with 7.5 vessels on this earth, we must pour and continue to pour 
and poor. Don't worry about running out of your little bit. Don't tell me what God can't do with a little bit. We must pour and continue to pour and continue to pour. We need to pour until death. We need to pour until death. I have two witnesses that I watch pour until death. Do you know Deacon Carter, my mentor, he came to church with his chemo. He didn't let cancer get him down. He poured out some strength. He poured out some courage. He poured and poured and poured and poured. He said, I'm. He said, Petey, I ain't going to let this cancer get me down. I'm going to pour, Petey. I'm going to pour, Petey. He summoned me and pastor to his house, and then he poured some more. You need to do this and keep it this way and hold on to that. He poured it to me while he was sick. We must pour until death. Don't give up, even on your deathbed. See, I, I have to tell this story. This happened 20 years ago, 20-some years ago. See, my grandmother, my grandmother poured out into us. She was dying. She was on her deathbed. I didn't know what it meant then, but I know now. She said, Petey, don't worry about me. I'm going to be all right. She said, Petey, don't worry about me. I'm going to be all right. My grandmother poured and she poured and she told my mama, take care of your sister. She told my auntie, take care of your brother. She told Mimo to take care of your mama. And she said, Petey, take care of the family. Guess what? They all here in church. They all here. They all here. My grandmother poured, and she poured as she took her last breath. She said, Petey, don't worry. I'm crying. She said, don't worry. But guess what she seen? She seen Jesus sitting over there. She looking at her finish line. She said, I'm going to be all right. So she poured, and she poured, and she poured, and she poured until she took her last breath. Don't tell me what God can't do with a little bit. New St. Bethel, have you opened your eyes? New St. Bethel, open your eyes. Do you see this new carpet? Do you see these new chairs? Do you see this new paint? Do you see this new roof? Did you see the new parking lot? Did you see the social hall? Tell me what God can't do with a little bit. We only had a little bit of money. Don't tell me what God can't do. Mama Jones, remember we only had a little bit of food and you made it happen. Don't tell me what God can't do with a little bit. I seen my mother cry because all we had was top ramen noodles and a little bit of this 
And a little bit of that don't tell me what God can't do with a little bit. He can make it happen. Yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Don't wait on God. Believe in him. Do something with your little bit. Tell me what you're going to do with your little bit. I need you to pour and pour and pour and pour. Pour out your little bit. I'm going to take my seat. If I didn't say anything today, if I didn't open your eyes and ears to what God is telling us to do, do me one favor. Focus on what you have, which is a little bit. And make sure that you share with someone. Because what you have does not belong to you. Everything that we have belongs to God. So share with his people. Pour out into someone so someone can pour out to you. Amen. God bless you.